0: welcome to the biz bros podcast we're super excited another great episode tons of energy And uh, we have got a great guest today, uh, Katie Burkhardt. It's going to be a great combo. We're going to talk a little bit about purpose and why it's mm. about no rather than yes. So hopefully stay tuned right. for that. But first, we want to talk about our new sponsor of the Biz Bros podcast. Yes. Uh, we're really excited. We got mm-hmm. Altitude Everything Latte. It is an amazing oat milk, CBD, 100%. and super food beverage. It gets you feeling really good, really wired, really focused. Exactly. Um, it's how we elevate our morning and routine. Everything Latte, Nitro Cold Brew, Oat Milk, and Yeah, I'm pretty sure I tried that. <laughs> uh, it's just great superfood and brain food. 30 milligrams of CBD it does its work that it needs to do. It's nice and smooth, right between sweet and bitter. It amazing. tastes amazing. So if you haven't yet, and if, you don't, if your local store does not sell Altitude Everything Latte, you need to tell them. They need to sell it. Otherwise, you can get it online. So check out Altitude Everything Latte at altitudedev.com so other than that today we have a very special guest we're very excited on we're gonna bring her on um but eli real quick purpose it's more about no than yes
1: i'm fascinated i'm seriously excited we're passion-based individuals we We love
0: talking about purpose i'm gonna open up my altitude beverage
1: Okay. All righty. Let's Ooh, do that it. That was nice. That was All really
0: right. nice. To kick in. So today we have Katie Burkhart. She is on a mission to move purpose from aspirational messaging to tangible business practice by making the purpose-driven model accessible and actionable. She is a mastermind behind MLOS, Focus System for Running a Purpose-Driven Business. She's also building an ecosystem around that model and is the founder of Matter7, which has built purpose-driven brands for almost a decade. But most recently, she launched... Matter Pulse, which helps high-impact teams embed purpose into the DNA of their business. Katie, welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. Yes, we are very excited.
2: In. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm really looking forward to this conversation and getting to know both of you um, who yes. clearly understand you know, hustle, hustle growth and journey. And I, I love your statement about making big things happen. Um, so I know this is going to be a great conversation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's what we're all about. Absolutely. And you know, that's what your topic is really, really honing in on. So,
0: we're all about making impact any way yes. we can, whether it's the business, personal life, mm-hmm. any way we can inspire and
2: aspire other people to do the same.
1: Exactly. Yes.
2: So, you are my people. <laughs> love okay, it.
1: then let's kick this thing off. Um, <laughs> audience, a little bit more about you, Katie. Tell us about your background, a little bit more about kind of where you are today.
2: Um, absolutely. So, I actually, uh, when people ask, uh, they hear that I'm you a know, serial entrepreneur, really into business, into business model. They're like, clearly you studied an MBA you know, and you're really into business. My response is always, no, actually I got into business quite accidentally. Um, I studied design, uh, writing literature and publishing uh, and, and have a master's in creative writing. So how did I get here? I was working uh, at a job uh, with a boss who just, we didn't click mm. um, and I was willing to work with it. I was willing to make it happen. And then we had this moment where... I'm, you know, on the, under the, the deadline, killing myself to get everything done, to be really intentional with how I'm investing my time and my resources because I don't really have enough of either to do the absolute best work that I could do and, and achieve the goals that were put in front of me. And for whatever reason, she determined that this, you know, particular thing had to be done. And that wasn't the thing I was working on because there were you know twelve other things that needed to be done that were more important at least as I saw them, and she just lost it and ended up marching me down in front of the rest you know other members oh. of the team, other people working on the project, like absolutely yeah. ripping me a new one. And and I, I I used some expletives that were not particularly great and basically told her to go to hell yeah. uh, publicly. Yeah. Um, and and in that immediate no. aftermath, there was relief. Then there was the, oh, that's not Uh really the person that I want to be, you know, like that's not the type of work I want to do. It's not the environment I want to be in. How do I start doing something differently? And after giving it some real thought, people assumed that it was like, we want people who treat you really well. And I was like, well, that's nice, but that's not actually what bothered me. What really bothered me was that she was being random you know, that she was particularly interested in the, this thing. There was really no reason for why she was trying to redirect my time there. Whereas I could give her many on what it was that I was doing and how it was going to deliver us better results and help us to reach our goals. Right. Um, so I ended up sort of, I, I had been working on the side with nonprofit organizations um, and had been applying design and storytelling in the branding capacity. Um, and the, these are organizations that already understand what purpose is, even though most nonprofits don't have a purpose, they have a mission. That's a conversation for another time. (laughs) Um, And I was helping to architect those strategies. And what I found was that in a lot of cases, they didn't have a really good reason either um, beyond, well, it's a good thing to do, or somebody suggested we do it. And I was like, well, this isn't particularly strategic either, Um, and, and may very well have me, my team, as well as people of your own team, spinning their reasons wheels for no particular um, impact. Um, And that's what ultimately led me to the purpose driven model. Um, And what I found once I got out there was that there were a lot of definitions for this model, some of them conflicting, some of them not particularly clear. Um, And I said, you know what, we're gonna, you know, after a lot of conversations with people who were working in an impact space or an impact company, conversations with people who I identified more like myself, who aren't necessarily out to save the world per se, um, but really want to do something of significance, um, as well as talking to practitioners and doing a lot of research, ended up settling on number one, we need a good definition. Number two, we need to actually start developing a system for how the business operates um, so that people can start to make the shift to being in a purpose economy where time is actually more valuable to the people in the economy than money is in most cases, um, which has has been a really exciting journey for me, um, and I'm excited to share some of that with you, um, you as we've zeroed in on one of our key principles, which is about no uh, more than yes.
1: Very cool. Amazing.
0: Wow.
2: Thank you. So cool.
1: I mean, like you said, <laughs> we are on the same wavelength, yeah. and this is uh, a really good show to talk about that. Wow. that's I'm, I'm super excited. This is great. Thanks for that intro and that big background. I think that's going to help yeah. us out a lot with the, the topic.
2: You're welcome. Yeah.
0: So could you dive in a little bit more um, kind of on, before we kind of dive into the topic, um, kind of everyday life for you uh, mm. at, at your at what you're doing, you know, how you're helping clients, like really what is it uh, your core mission is, like really diving into that? i like try to. Your business, right?
1: Yeah.
2: So let me try to explain this with a story because I just um, had a great conversation with someone the other day that I think, illustrates in many ways what we're doing. Um, He was introduced uh, by a colleague, fantastic person, um, clearly has a wonderful backstory of his own, is a doer in every sense of the word, um, and said, here's where we are with my organization, and boiled down his challenges into a phrase, and I'm paraphrasing, quite similar to this one. I just can't figure out how to get all the moving parts to work together. I'm not sure how to communicate what it is that we do in a way that's really clear and compelling. Um, And I'm also not 100% sure how to fit in the revenue, the systems, the people in a way that's going to get everybody, you know, he didn't use all of those different people use some, some use them all. Um, But basically to say, how do I get everyone on the same page? I'm not sure how to make all of that happen. And in many different ways, that's what I spend a lot of my time doing. I'm typically privileged to be working with fantastic CEOs and founders um, who are running high impact teams, teams of Talented people who are showing up with not just their skills, but their passions and saying, I really want to make big things happen. So, how are we doing that? Um, And saying, you know, we're moving really fast, things are happening a lot at a time, there's a big change happening. Whatever We're growing, whatever it is, and then coming back with those particular problems. And then we work with them um, typically in a, which is a little unique for our type of, of companies, but in a very hands-on way um, to, to facilitate their own ownership of these different pieces and, and of their organization so that they're really making that shift in a way um, to sort of sidestep cool. this one to back up, to make the shift in a way that when, when we leave, it doesn't all just collapse. We want to make sure that we're skill building as much as we're solving problems um, at the same time.
1: Whoa! Totally. Illicit. You have the golden ticket. Yeah. Sounds like you got a, a really cool opportunity uh, when you work. Thank you.
2: People.
1: That's very cool. Wow! Awesome. So go ahead. Go, no, no, go ahead. No, no, no. Go for I don't it. I want to interview. No. <laughs> no.
2: uh, go for
1: it. So tell us. So so let's dive in a little bit
0: into the topic. Yes. Um, just why purpose is more about no more than yes. First of all. What, is, what does that mean to, to the <laughs> average person? Why, what does purpose mean more than no than yes? Mm-hmm.
2: So I think that requires us to go all the way back to what is purpose um, because I think that mm-hmm. in and of itself is just defined yeah. in a myriad of different ways, some more productive than others. Um, the way I define it and, and matter logic defines it is to say your purpose is your fundamental reason for being. It should center on why you exist, why you do what you do and right. why what you do matters. In our world, matter means you provide long-term or lasting value. And value comes in many shapes and sizes. For some people, that is solving world hunger. For other people, it's delivering key marketing services that are going to propel businesses to their next level. It can still be lasting value, um, which is really important. And how you start to get to that no more than yes conversation is a lot of people will talk about purpose As your North Star. And that's not untrue. It is absolutely an unmovable beacon that you're going to pursue but never reach. We like to talk about it as a lens. Mm. A lens is something that can be calibrated and focused. Um, And when you have a purpose and you're getting ready to make a decision, you should be able to take any decision filter it through the lens of your core strategy and arrive at something that aligns with your purpose. Now, that also means you need a core strategy um, which includes your vision, mission, values, and story. Your vision tells you where you're going. Your mission tells you what you're going to do to get there. And your values tell you how you're going to do those things. Your story is what brings them all together into a meaningful narrative. Once you're using this as a lens altogether, and you're really trying to hone in on that focal point of purpose, what you find in most cases is that it serves as a filter for everything that you should turn down um, as opposed to saying love. yes to everything. Totally. Right. I, mean, I
0: love, yes. If you're trying to be super, like, like you said, focused on that, that North Star and exactly where you need to be, that makes sense because as business owners, as mm-hmm. passion-driven individuals, you tend to overcommit yourself, right? It's mm-hmm. like, yes. Constantly saying yes to things, but if you have a a real focus on where you need to be in life and the purpose and passion uh, behind that, it, yeah, you got to say no.
1: hundred percent. I think those just little, like, yeah, those little like, pieces of the lens.
0: Yes, and that speaks. Dictate. To us. We're, we own a photography yeah. and video production studio, so we were pretty excited about that. Up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, it's kind of like uh, the movie Yes ma'am with Jim Carrey, but no instead. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah.
2: In That's in awesome. many ways, absolutely, because I think what we we don't think about is that yes is actually really easy you know it's because you never ever have to make a choice sure. no means you have to make a choice about what you're doing and what you're not doing
1: that's yes change. that's very cool so yes. <laughs> let's go. so when you when you come into a business you're working with these founders and mm-hmm. ceos is that something that you really have to uh, coach them on? Is what you just talked about? And do you help them find that purpose? How do you, how do you, yes, what does engagement look like when you first start working with, um, you know, a CEO or a founder? It's
2: good so we, we always have to start with a lot of education um, because, and that's not um, in kind of the obnoxious way that that thought leaders like to throw that around as sort of a privileged mm-hmm. thing, like mm-hmm. our whole book is open, we publish everything open source, like right. we do not want to hide our stuff from you, um, but we're cognizant that both in my experience, my team's experience, and in the research that we've read, that while You know, uh, a ever increasing number of CEOs report that they have a purpose and that that's valuable. 50 to 60% of them will also report that they don't know what to do past having one. Right. Um, and somewhere between 25 to, to only only 25 to 30% of teams will agree that the purpose has been embedded. So not only do the leaders understand they have a problem, but their teams think they have an even bigger problem. Um, mm-hmm. So this whole concept is a big piece of what we're going after. And we always start, and this surprises people, I think, um, but we always start with your people, and what matters to them. Um, because I think as leaders, we can get very excited um, about what motivates us. 100%. But the reality is yes, n- no one actually cares unless they're really digging into your story. What they care about is the value you're delivering to them. Um, and that's why our purpose and the way we define purpose is that way. So we always want to start with facilitated conversations where we're really listening to we don't call them customers, we call them the humans you serve. You are here to serve these people and to deliver value in their lives and improve their lives, which means you need to understand exactly what that experience is like for them in their words. Um, And that's usually a big light bulb moment for a lot of our clients, even those that really passionately care Um, about delivering value to them usually haven't taken the time to ask the right questions and really listen in on what's going on in a deliberate type of way. So that's always where we start as well as understanding what's going on with the whole team versus making this a leadership only conversation. Once we've, we've helped to build that strategy then so much of our work, to your excellent point, is about saying, well, how does this align back? How do we align this back? And we facilitate everything that way and and serve in many ways as a guide, which is what we call it, to keep them in that aligned capacity as they're going through. And then one of the big things that we'll actually do as a step in our process is totally devoted to decisions, how to make a purpose-aligned decision. We actually, as, as part of our system, want leaders to set guidelines um, Mm -hmm. for how they get made uh, and we have you know, things that were like, if you're purpose-driven, you should do these things or the things beyond that. And then actually encourage them to implement using a decision case where you actually have to, for major decisions, make a case for why this is an aligned choice um, and an aligned investment in what we're doing and write it down um, so that there's actually a record of what's going on, um, which is especially important with remote work and asynchronous teams to understand the logic of what's happening at the business. And this is, even though it seems incredibly small, one of the hardest things um to get people to start thinking about because we make millions of decisions every day we don't even think about it um, and what this is forcing them to do is exactly that think right. about it
0: wow it's like you sometimes have to shift people's thinking right it's like you got to realign yes. and educate them and I mean I'm sure sometimes it can be quite the eye-opener for business owners mm-hmm. it's like a full if, if you're going into business to make money, which I mean, okay, everybody does that, but if that's like yeah. your sole thinking behind it, right? Like, I'm gonna make money, I got this idea. They're like, you need a paradigm shift almost. You need mm-hmm. to like turn the direction, be like, wait, wait a second, how am I serving these people? And what do my clients, customers, whoever really care about? Right? Exactly. What am I? What's the value I'm bringing them at the end of the day?
1: Mm-hmm. And then getting your team to buy into that and just get exactly. behind that. I love yeah, that. that's really cool. We did, I mean, our, our sustainability program has a couple elements of that we do a program called snap on plant one we plant a tree for every photo that we take or second division cool. we deliver but creating impact but purpose about why we're in business it's not just to make yeah. money it's to serve serve our customers but also be able Making to give out. back and make an impact as a company getting our team behind that was huge for pushing that initiative forward so i think what you said there is a hundred percent true how does that play into these more remote work environments? I feel like that is is harder to get people behind a purpose when you're doing it through Slack. Right. Or, I mean, how has how that changed for you?
2: So I think this is where you really get into, um, to sort of go back to something we are talking about a little bit earlier, this idea that, you have to have a reason for what's going on and that things should align back. And that's a word that we use a lot. Um, and there are many ways you can do it, technology, whatever. That's the, the the we're now documented and we're moving forward yep. part, but actually getting it in place. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. We're working with um, an organization right now um, that is having some challenges with team. Um, it's not actually that they're, unsure that the things that they're doing are valuable um it's that they're not quite sure where to put this new department that they basically inherited because they merged with somebody else Um, and they're like now not everybody seems to be on the same page um we have some heads butting over who's responsible for what and they've taken a fairly traditional route to try to solve that what we're doing is we're turning that completely on its head and we're saying we need to start all the way back with why the heck are we here where are we going? What are the outcomes um, that your um, customers really care about? How do we define success in plain terms? How do we then look at the system of what you're doing? Not independent products as if they don't all relate together, but one cohesive system and what you're doing to deliver that value. And then let's talk about how we align your team members into that process. Um, And it requires a couple of things. One, um, breaking down silos, big time. Um, the, the sort of traditional, we're all going to sit in a department, marketing is going to do marketing and funding is going to do funding and, you know, product's going to do product it, is over. Um, Because the world simply moves too fast for us to wait for all those intercommunications and connections to happen. We need to be working together. And the way we assemble those teams is in alignment around the structure of the system and the outcomes that we're actually trying to pursue. So that people understand in a very, like we're cascading it all the way down to their individual seat. Oh, here's the thing that I'm contributing to and I can trace the line as to how it contributes to these other things which is very important whether you're in the same room or not. Um, And then shifting from that also, you're also looking at shifting. um, I was listening to one of your episodes uh, where you were talking about the 40 hour work week. And I love this whole movement. Great episode, by the way. Um, Love the whole movement conceptually um, where we push back is you got to get away from hours entirely. It's not, it's not about saying, you know, you have this many hours. Mm -hmm. It's about saying, here are the things that we need to achieve. Here's how we're going to measure success. It's up to you to pick the tactics that you're going to use, test, iterate, and refine them to be successful in whatever way you want to do it. And in a remote world, you know, working remote, I think in some ways is a reflection of other themes that were already there. Um, One of them being uh, Adam Grant did an article in the wall street journal recently where he was talking about freedom, you know, that what we're really looking for is freedom. Um, And to me, that, that is very much in in harmony with our point that time is more valuable than, than financial capital. So once we understand all those pieces, we can focus more on the deliverables, give people more of the autonomy and agency that they need, but then it does come back to that decision making. How do we make sure that we all understand how decisions are getting made and we're making decisions using the same guidelines so that we don't have to be sitting in 80 million meetings or reaching over Bob at the cubicle um, in order yep. to keep moving the business forward?
1: Yep. Wow. That's
2: fascinating. Yeah. I, my mind's going to I know. Questions. I know. I um, know.
1: I love it. I love how you kind of start from the beginning, the foundation, and then you yeah. build up on top of that.
0: it's so, awesome. So something where my mind started going towards really was what are like um indirect outcomes that you see when you're when you're helping clients? I mean, there's very like direct ones, which is kind of what you mentioned, but what are some other ways that this kind of domino affects an organization?
2: We start to see some really interesting um Some really interesting things, and they surprise me sometimes because it's like, oh, I didn't think that was how you were going to take that. Okay, Um, but that doesn't mean it was a bad thing. Um, One of the big ones that we see, um, I don't know about big, one of the things that we've seen recently is people jumping on the concept of a feedback loop. And saying, oh, like, it's not just that I ask them questions, and then they respond, I respond back, and then they respond again. And then I like, there's actually a process to making sure that we're listening to people, and then learning from it and listening again, and learning from it and listening again, um, and getting really excited to put those in place. is is really exciting. We had one group um, where we came in to do impact storytelling, which is related to this and a big piece of being purpose-driven because impact storytelling can be abbreviated to is, meaning it grounds you in what's actually happening um, and and helps to bring home the point that it's not about you. It's about what you help others do achieve or become. Mm -hmm. And we did a session for for a group and they left that being like, it's not about you. And I had one person write in to say, I'm applying this to all parts of my life. I'm actually applying it to how I'm buying my house. And I wrote a letter because I was in a, a competitive bid and I made the letter all about them and I won the bid, you know, and it's like, yes. wow, really didn't see that okay. yep. <laughs> see yes. that happening. Um, but it was interesting to see them start to think in stories and then like take those tools to other places. Um, so that's something that's also come up. Cool. We've, yeah. you know, perhaps less unexpected. Expected. Um, we've had some groups take this really to heart, axe whole programs or products, um, completely reinvent things from the ground up, explore different funding models, right. like being Ooh. willing to get on board and go through the whole process and say, I want every piece of this to be as intentional as possible, and I'm really excited for your calibration process where we're going to on a schedule. Know when we're actually reviewing these things. When we're doing the listening. How we're going to learn, um, yeah. so that we can keep doing them better versus just introducing new things. We're going to do what we do better. That may be new things. That may be something else.
0: I love that. I do too. That's what I was looking for. Just like these, like like yeah. the mortgage. Like that mm-hmm. is so cool. And it, and it really takes a leader to like. Move forward with something like mm. really like calibrate your thoughts, and 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 there is a real ripple effect. You just don't know how it's going to happen. You know, you, you keep your mind on your business, of course, and the employees and how it'll affect them. But long term, yeah. it's like who knows how it can affect one exactly. Of the employees and I, they can use agree. what they learned.
1: I totally agree. I think it. I think it makes you think more macro versus micro. These right. kind of day to day things can maybe get daunting and overwhelming. But if you right. think about it, like this is like the purpose driven element of it, right. it makes you think more a little bit more macro. Okay. <laughs> So question for you, you're working with and um, helping helping founders kind of sculpt their purpose. What is your purpose, Katie?
2: Oh, that's a great, that's a great and question. I, um, I I would say my purpose is probably to try to get people to, to waste less time or to make the most of the time that they have. Um, and that's where I get most excited. Um, and part of that is definitely being brought to life by Putting matter logic out there into the world, talking to awesome people like yourself, um, to make sure that more people know what it is and, and how it might benefit their business, and then Love putting that. teams in place um, to actually help them do it, um, because it's a lot to do by yourself, uh, and that's really exciting. But you know, I hope over time there are other ways that I haven't yet thought of um, that start to put that out there. You know, I can I can think back to being a kid; I used to lifeguard, um, which was a miserable. Job um, that is the epitome of watching the clock tick by, uh, yep. and determined. Yep. I never ever wanted to do that. Like I wanted, whatever I did, I wanted to make sure that I could go to bed at the end of the day and be like, that was a good one. Um, we yep. we got something done, yep. um, and that's really what I look at for myself is like, how do I do that, and can I keep coming up with new ways to do that?
1: I love that i do too curveball eli
0: what's your purpose uh,
2: God,
1: just, I, I just i just well kyle um my purpose is uh well one of my little mantras is uh life is too short so just laugh and i think i i believe in that being true. inspiring people to be positive i think there's a lot of negativity in the world so my thing is i want to walk into a room and my purpose is to be able to bring positivity to a room. I love that. That is my purpose.
0: You do a fair job then. that.
1: Thank you. I was hoping you'd say good and fair, but anyways, Kyle, what is yours?
0: Uh, educate. I love educating. People.
1: Educate. Okay.
0: Educating is, is That's cool. one way. And I think the best feeling I get is when I see someone that gets it after I've educated them.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Whatever that
0: education is, I think Biz Bros helps me able to do that. But, That's true. Uh, you know, helping yeah. out with.
1: A that vol- too.
0: volunteering with things and it's just it's fun to be able to use the skills i have to help others in a, in a way that
1: mold minds yeah, love it impact that's amazing
0: so katie um as we wrap this up where if, if there was someone's listening to the podcast and they're like hey that one episode uh, this is what i learned from them
2: mm-hmm.
0: what is that one thing what is that one thing that you hope someone picks up from this episode
2: I hope that if if you take nothing else away, um, you walk away and say, purpose is about having a point. That mm-hmm. there should be a reason to what we're doing as a business, everything that we're doing as a business, so that I need to be deliberate in my decision making. I need to be willing to turn things down so that okay. I can focus on the things that are going to make the most impact, and not just for me as a business leader, but so that I can help my team members do the same thing. Because I, as a business leader, um, In the words of the, I believe, the CEO of Whole Foods, I'm responsible for making sure that they've got a reason to get out of bed in the morning. And the more that I can make sure they understand how their contributions go all the way up to our purpose, the more successful we're all going to be, the more value Mm -hmm. that I can drive to the people that I serve. Um, That would be the one thing that I would, would leave to take away.
1: It's incredible. Love
0: it. Absolutely. I absolutely like the thought process side behind the CEO. Of the mm-hmm. field, so that's cool. Um, and then I'm sure there's a lot of places I could find to talk to you. It sounds like you've got a lot going on. Um, where, if you wanted someone, if someone wanted to con- connect with you, where would they find you best?
2: So if you really liked um, all listeners out there, uh, the way that I've outlined a purpose-driven business, which I understand is a little different than what you may have heard before, and you want to learn more about how to actually apply that into what you're doing at your company or you're just curious, um, the first place I would go is to subscribe to um, The Weekly Logic, uh, which is a short brief uh, comes out every Monday straight from you to me um, with things that you can actually put into practice at your business. We do it one thing at a time um, so that you can focus and do something with it uh, sooner rather than later. Best place to go is to matterlogic.co backslash weekly. Um, If that's not your thing. The other best place to get a hold of me is to actually find me on LinkedIn. I connect with everybody who connects with me and I'm always down for a cup of virtual coffee to hear what you have going on, what yeah. big things you're making happen, um, and if there's anything I can do to help, I'm more than more than willing to do so.
0: It's amazing. Heard it. Make sure to reach out. I'm yes. going to definitely sign up for that. Music. Get on the weekly uh yeah. logic. That sounds 100%. really cool. Yeah. Well, Katie, thank you so much for joining us on the Biz Bros podcast. I I, I learned a ton. I uh, did I'm too. I'm actually really mo- I'm like, are, yeah. inspired right now. I know. So I'm really
1: excited. Educate the world, Kyle. <laughs> so,
2: thank you both so much for uh, having me. I really enjoyed this conversation and getting to meet both of you. Uh, you are a delight to have a conversation. And yes, I think you're doing an excellent job of being both positive and educational. Yeah.
1: Thank you.
0: Appreciate it. Uh, and person. we'll talk to you soon, Katie. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Biz Rose podcast. You know where to go. Mm-hmm. Just check it out on Spotify, Apple, wherever you go to listen to podcasts. Just type in the Biz Rose podcast. We're going to pop up. Yep. And thank you so much for joining us. And we will talk to you in the next podcast episode.